Welcome to episode 290 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have my co-host, Justin. Turn around. Don't know the Um, Nobody else. Jeremy is out of town, like he said last week, I believe, or week before last, or three weeks ago. Uh, we do apologize for the missed yeah. podcasts. Yeah, I apologize for the first week of missing because I was sick that day, and then I mm-hmm. uh, guess I should apologize as well for the second one, I guess. That or... was a collective apology because we never decided if we wanted to record on Monday. Oh, no, well, yeah, or, sun- or Sunday evening. Yeah, Sunday record. evening it wasn't going to work. <laughs> I wasn't in a good place. Oh, okay. Uh, Monday maybe, but I also was kind of hoping that wouldn't work either because... Uh... You just didn't want to... Just didn't want to commute out here. And it's so hard to record on yeah, Monday. Yeah. Your first day back, all you want to do is get home. I understand. Uh, I understand. So. But, uh, so, yeah. So then you just get two of us. <laughs> well, I guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and start off with John's email then. Okay. That since, John's since segment. John, John, uh. We should have had him just. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> Like a like a telecommute telecommuting podcast host, he just sends in a bunch of thoughts. <laughs> um, he says, like, "You know, I was reading this almost like a like a journal, and then we can read it out, and we'll respond to it." Oh, he just won't be able to respond to our responses. Sent letters. Let's see. All right. Uh, well, John sent an email that says priority one over all other emails, especially over Sean's. <laughs> what? So he says, "Hey guys, first time, long time, Microsoft buying Mojang." Oh, excuse me. That's one of those one of those that weird ones. Matt's body reacted to this. Uh, will this end player-made mods and texture packs? I don't see Microsoft forcing people to buy the game again. That leaves them with microtransactions as the only way to make their money back on this deal. Shutting down mods and texture packs, forcing people to pay Microsoft for what they use for what they use to get for free. Also, could this lead to Microsoft buying mods and texture packs from people so that they can so that they can then sell them? I think Mojang has purchased mods from people before, i.e., horses, pistons. Does Microsoft have a history of that? They probably just serve cease and desist. But I forgot about that Lego toy money. I guess they can get that piece of the pie now. Overall, is this good for Minecraft or is it bad? Is it good to have a massive corporation with infinite resources? Come in with the hope being that they can take the game to new heights, or is it the evil empire coming in to drain the game of all they can and leave us with something that used to be great but is now shit? Sorry for the long email, John McDar. Well, I've been I've been thinking about this and I and I thought about it more while he was typing uh, <laughs> while Matt was speaking out what John was typing. Right. Um. I think in th- there will be some good things about it. For example, Minecraft is a jank-ass program. Mm-hmm. It runs on Java, so it runs pretty bad. You basically have to have as good a computer to run like a high-quality game to run Minecraft at a level that you could run it at. And by that, I mean there's all kinds of mods now where it has like real-time shadowing and like new water, and you can well, make the game look. How do like mods a, work? In do they have mods for Xbox Live? No. Can you? Oh, yeah, okay. No. I figured that was like a thing that they were doing. Like that's what, like they were getting some money from Minecraft because they were getting a kickback, a residual from like add-on packs or something. I, I don't think Minecraft. so. Okay. I never played Minecraft on the 360, okay. but uh, I'm pretty sure not. Okay. So, um, you know, theoretically, they would reprogram it or bring it into out of Java and into another program. I guess that I don't know if that would be totally rebuilding. I don't know. Uh. And if they actually bought Mojang and got the people and didn't just fire everybody, then you would have the original. Or, I mean, Notch has said that he would sell Mojang and then he would go off and do his own thing. So you wouldn't have Notch. But you've got a lot of people there, as I understand, have been mostly doing most of the latest Minecraft work. Um, so it would probably run better and it would be easier to 
get a hold of it would theoretically they could update the mod uh, tools and make sure that that runs smoother. But in reality, I don't think any of that would happen. And Microsoft has shown just surprising disdain for PC gaming. Um, and would we talk about that games for Windows, man? Just we're playing it today, aren't we? I mean, like... <laughs> and I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how much bad they could do. I, I don't, I don't foresee them on the PC side changing a whole lot. I wouldn't be surprised if, if anything. The worst thing that would probably happen to PC is less updates would come out more often because they would be so much, they would focus the people on the console versions and the maybe phone versions, uh, Windows phone exclusives. And, and I do think that they would probably set up possibly, I I don't know about that. You can make more money selling it to everybody else. Um, yet they have their own console. Well, yeah, but they don't really have that many first party properties um they never really have uh but um yeah i would see them setting up a mod store sort of like the steam store mm-hmm. the way you can kind of you're selling your goods but they're taking a cut uh, i could see them get that getting that up and running on the console so if you're a console gamer and you don't really like playing games on pc and maybe you've played minecraft on a console theoretically this could be a good thing if they're brought in-house, especially if you're a 360 player. I don't actually even know if it's on the PlayStation consoles. Like the Sony console. The I don't feel like it is either. I feel like it's exclusive to the Xbox. But all in all, yes, this will most likely be bad. It'll be less open form. It's, it's, I mean, it's very talk, open source. And open I, form I just right see now. a Minecraft movie coming out after this. <laughs> but uh, see, all of that is something they could have licensed out anyway. Yeah. Mojang doesn't need to, to be sold to do that. Um... It's. I was. I was talking about this at work. I think it's just crazy at how. I mean, technology things things just what we think are like small and shouldn't be worth you know that much money. Yeah. Like I mean you know Facebook. I mean my God, who would have thought like Facebook or just a website in general would ever be worth a lot of money? I mean like you figure. Yeah. I mean they. Facebook is worth so much. Yeah. I mean, I mean like who would have thought Google. Would be, would be. What they are now. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, it's a search engine. There was like, you know, so many other search engines out when they yeah. came out. You're like, whatever. This I didn't use search it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you had all these other ones that, that, that existed. And then, you know, then you have you know, like Oculus Rift. You're like, what? How is it? How is that worth $2 billion? Right. You know what I mean? Like. Facebook paid $2 billion for that. And that's the rumored amount that Microsoft is looking to buy Mojang. Which yeah. Which also sounds insane. Yeah. But Minecraft is ridiculously popular. Right. Ridiculously popular. I mean, uh, Jeremy's own kid is totally and into Minecraft, and not because Jeremy was playing Minecraft. Jeremy, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy had to download Minecraft. Jeremy is now he is fu- fully turned into a father. His son is getting into a video game, and he's trying to download it, try to try to see what the game's all about. Um, I wonder if if this purchase will also affect like YouTubers and stuff like that. I mean, has Microsoft ever been one to come in for any of their games or anything of their system stuff and be like, "Look, you can't post," you know? No, not really. Okay. Nintendo tried that, and there was such a backlash that they were like, "Oh, we're sorry, guys. We didn't realize we were being total fucking idiots and realizing that when you let people stream your games, it's like music videos. It's it's a promotion. It's an ad." Yeah. It'll get people to want to go buy the game themselves. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But $2 billion. The yeah. damn Buffalo Bills just sold for $1.2 billion. Yeah. And like That's I was saying, NFL I don't, team. does that come with the stadium, you think? I mean, it's, 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 city, it's city. I mean, like, the city helps pay for stadiums, right? Doesn't it? Or something like that? Like, I thought, like... Yeah, because it's, you know, because it's such a, theoretically such a uh, boost to the local economy yeah. that they help pay that off. But then, I don't that's really a know. good question. I don't know what, what, what you're entitled to when you buy a, other than, you know, you own the IP, you know, and you're right. paying the salaries. But Yeah, I wonder if you have to rent the stadium. I would like to know what the profits are on a, on a, on a uh, team. On a team. Yeah, that would be interesting. Like who is also? I'd like to also see like the rankings of who's the most profitable. Teams. Well, from what I understand, the the Patriots are the most profitable. Mm. They're just so popular. Mm. Plus, they're the most popular um, team of people from foreign countries. Hmm. I wonder why that Especially is. Especially the British, which is kind of ironic. 
you know, Patriots. I wonder. <laughs> huh. Well, I, I say that. It, it may be the Cowboys, actually, for, for foreign, because they're so iconic. Because uh, they're America's team, Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Packers are pretty popular, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think the Broncos, they're going to start becoming really popular. They might right be. Now, with this. Peyton Manning. The teams they got. Oh, yeah. The Seahawks, too, though, if they continue being amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so look at this—we got talking football. <laughs> what uh, what's going on? Uh, uh so like I said, I was a little sick for a little bit there, and so I had some some time to really dig into. I don't think it's been so long since we recorded. I don't know that I was watching Buffy. I think you were. You're watching a little bit of Buffy. You said you were going to start on it or get back into it. Or, yeah, I think I'd maybe watch like the first three episodes or yeah. something. And now I'm into season four. Okay. Uh, it's a good show. So what it's has happened? Uh, What's the most what what has happened with what, where you're at now? Okay, so she's like I literally on the second episode of season four. I just okay. finished it. So, so she just started college. Because I'm trying to fig- figure out like what has happened already. Well, everything that happens in high school. I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't really tie. Uh, Angel has anything happened? Yeah, well, Angel? Angel has started okay. the TV series at this point. Oh, okay, and so I have a little episode guide that okay, tells so, you like when to so watch there, what. So you've seen Dark Angel then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you've seen what all is like kind of happening. Yeah, gone through all that whole okay. business. Like, a, like that was a pretty pivotal thing. I didn't know if that maybe that's yeah. what you were talking about with the dark, dark Joss Whedon. No, like, no. Well, yeah. That. So I tweeted. I was like, man, I'd forgotten about you know Joss Whedon. He, yeah. he, he'll fuck some shit up. He. I was surprised it hasn't happened more at this point. But there is a character that uh, Dark Angel kills. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Cause it's funny this show, it's 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 lighthearted, and there's jokes constantly going on while they're like fighting in enemies and whatnot, and they'll make jokes even when they're in a bad situation. Um, even though theoretically you're supposed to think that they could die at any moment now, if that vampire gets a good hit in, she's getting knocked out. But of course, even if gets knocked out, they're they're not gonna get killed. You know, vampires <laughs> not gonna kill. Them Gotta do some asleep. monologuing. Yeah, they're gonna get taken back. You know, it's the kind of show where right before someone's about to kill someone mm-hmm. else, someone else like blah, 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 shows up with an awesome catchphrase. But because the writing is so fun, and I mean it's Joss Whedon dialogue, uh, that's what keeps me going. Like it's, and so then when someone actually gets hurt or killed, you're like, oh, no, we're in a happy place where yeah. everybody's making jokes and stuff. Person's not supposed to die, and they play on that a little bit too because there's a few episodes where characters believe someone's dead or believe someone's become a vampire and like it really fucking hits them there's good acting in this show like they really sell it um but uh yeah i mean it's it's a joss whedon show it's uh, p- people love buffy uh so if you already love it then you you know why um so so far what have been the major villains i don't you have, you have the master i don't really want to was like the first spoil season, right? anything well, okay I mean, this show is like a bajillion years old. Man. Yeah, but if I'm trying to convince people to watch it, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got Spike. Yeah. Most most people, even I knew that there was a character named Spike. And I right. knew what he looked like. That was kind of like you know season two. Um, you don't remember the big villain for um the last year of high school? Man, I there was. I watched because I it guess went, you watched it, went it when to, it was on. Yeah, I went through a transition of I'm on the WB, I'm on WGN or whatever. I'm yeah. on UPN now. I'm back on WB or WGN. Did it really jump around like that? It jumped around, and then like you know because we didn't get it at some point with our cable company really? or something, uh, we missed out like on a season of it or Lame. something, and then it was it was wonky. It was really wonky. Yeah, that would. Uh... But uh, another plus, thing, you I... got to remember. I say it's like freaking old as shit, you know. I mean, like it's like ten years old at least. Oh, it's, so I haven't yeah, seen it's it more since. than that. You haven't seen it. Yeah, since yeah. Then? I mean, oh, like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is weird too watching it because yeah, like it starts in ninety seven and there's ninety eight, ninety nine. So like you'll hear a song or you'll see them wearing like their nineties clothes and I'm yeah. like, oh wow, nineties really did kind of have a fashion. I mean, it was mostly. I'll break out uh, the card game. We can play that. Yeah, sure. Let's <laughs> do it. Um, I love that card game. The card but amazing. Uh, one thing I like is that they'll remember things. Like, they'll call back to the previous episodes. To, like, yeah, like long previous episodes. Like, there's, like, 
in the first season, someone a care a a villain gets trapped mm-hmm. inside of something in the school, mm-hmm. and then like two seasons later, someone else makes a reference to this item, and they're like, "Oh, it looks it's it's weird, you know, like what's going on with this thing?" And they make a reference that you're like, "Holy shit!" They called back to that person that's trapped in there, or uh, like Xander. So in the second season, there's a Halloween episode where they all. Everybody that bought a costume, costume from the shop, whatever costume, yeah, yeah, they were wearing, they turn into that. So Xander was a military guy, yeah, so he, he became military I guy. I liked the Xander. I liked the Xander because he wasn't such a pussy right in that episode. <laughs> right. Uh, but then, like, when they need it, he, he remembers his military training. Oh, right. Yeah. They're like, hey, you, so they, like, they went and they, yeah, well, they, they ended up using that. So that's cool that they, they make reference. And I also kind of like the mythos that has a consistent, um, the world has a consistency to it. Like vampires are, they're they're strong, but they're not like instant healers. So you know, like you can get them, they can get drunk, they can get they can get beat up, they can get knocked out. So they're not like super powered. Um, but then also like they're they're basically demons. So they're not you don't become a vampire and then you're still your normal old person personality. Yeah, you you are, lose your automatically, soul somehow. Yeah, you lose your soul and you're automatically evil. Yeah. Um, so they play around with that a little bit. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, otherwise, characters are great. I love Willow. Just, just adorable. Um, Faith was an interesting character. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm on Angel, which it's which interested. It was interesting me to me because. Uh, so you switched over to Angel. You're watching Angel now. Well, yeah, because because Buffy has what five seasons? Seven. Seven seasons. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it got canceled at the end. Okay. They had enough time. From what I understand, they had enough time to like make a final episode, but it wasn't like they were done. <laughs> they weren't ready to be final. But then again, seven seasons is plenty of a show, in my opinion. But apparently it was popular enough at the time, or at least Angel's character was. They're like, oh, we're going to make a spinoff character. Um, or make a spinoff show with this character Angel. And then we're going to take this other B-list character, and we're going to throw him on that on that show. <laughs> uh, uh, Cordelia. Um, but yeah, so but that was at the, while Angel was still playing. So I found an episode list, because apparently there's lots of crossover. Um so that did tells you like, you, like the when did, to watch which? So I'm just I'm literally just going back and forth. It's almost like Game of Thrones or something where I'm watching two different uh you know areas of the world at one time. Okay. So I think that'll be interesting. Did you like the relationship between Xander and uh Cordelia? Yeah, I mean it was your it was your classic constantly in danger, you know, kind of relationship. They mm-hmm. say that, that that tends to engender people together when they survive danger. Um, but it was, it was kind of weird though, because they had, and then they have like a multi-episode relationship and then they go right back to like her, like hating them and being like, it's almost like they were like, ah, this isn't as fun anymore. It was more fun. Well, was there was... like a memory wipe episode or anything like that? Maybe like a time travel one? Yeah, there was a, like yeah. That? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, of course the infamous right. Dark Willow. Yeah. The, the people liked her so much, I guess they decided to make another episode with her, which yeah. was really good. There's lots, just lots of really good dialogue and and just good writing. Like they think about how things would interact together and the kind of things people would say and uh, just just yeah, really good characters. Okay. Anything else? What's uh, what else are we what are we playing? I saw you playing uh, something before you come over here. What was I playing? I started playing uh, Guacamelee. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Which is a uh, luchador kind of Mexican themed. Metroid type game. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a beat em up. Like, you're beating up Day of the Dead enemies, so it's a bunch of skeletons and, and well, everything's skeletal, I think, right now. So it's got a cool style to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get, like, kind of, you can kind of get upgrade moves as you're going along. But then otherwise, when I say it's a Metroid, it's a 2D, cartoony kind of looking game where you have, like, a map and you're trying to, you can get to new areas. You can go by doors that you can't get in yet, and you realize that you need to go back after you get a certain power. And you know th- th- uh, those games are. Yeah, you, know, you know, backtrack. Yeah, but it's fun to backtrack. No. <laughs> to go back and no. then to open up a new area. That's keep, laziness. Keep going back in an area you couldn't get through before. Um. That's what makes those Castlevania games so much fun. 
uh, is the consistency and you being able to go all over the castle. Usually they'll reward you for for that kind of thing. Like, you'll need certain moves to get through new areas, but then if you go back to other areas, you might be able to use that move to get to something you couldn't get to before. That's not important, but it's a nice little upgrade. But yeah, it's pretty It's pretty cool. It's got good animations and uh, just, I mean, it's, it's totally different from any game I've played. I mean, aside from the fact that it's like a Metroid, that just the style, you know, you get to run around as a luchador type character with uppercuts and pile drivers and shit like that. On, uh, on these enemies. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty much just watching Buffy and, uh, I played a whole lot of that Super Puzzle platformer. Or Super, yeah, Super Puzzler platformer, Turbo. The game's really fun. I mean, I talked about it last time. Uh, Which one is this one? I was on here. It's the, it's the, it's the game where, uh, it's a falling block puzzler. Mm-hmm. Like multicolored oh, blocks are falling. <laughs> kind of like Tetris. And you're a little uh, 2D sprite dude in the field, so you can jump around on the the towers that are being built. Um, you can't control where the blocks are falling; they're falling mm. in random places and random colors. But you can, if you you can only shoot left or right, and um, if you hit a block three times, it'll break. If it's touching other blocks, then you're then you have to shoot it for as many other blocks <clears throat> it's touching. And then all those blocks break. Does that make sense? So, like, if it's one little a red block falls, you shoot it three times, it breaks. Red block falls, and a red block falls on top of it, touching. Then you have to shoot either part of it six times to break the whole thing. It's like, for as many pieces that are touching, you have to shoot any part of it that many times. But then all the pieces touching will break, and they drop like a little coin. So what? And that helps fill up your uh, experience. Can I, can I just shoot it three times and make that one break and make the other one drop? No, if they're here? touching, you've got to shoot them all. Oh my god! But that's part of the that's part of the strategy is you trying to like so like. Wait, what are you trying to do here? You are trying to well, you're really trying to last as long as you can. Okay. Um. Usually, so you've got a because it just sounds like a button masher. Like I'm just like running around just. Well, you've got an experience bar, and you can level up to level four. And once you hit, like, if you get, once you get to level two, you do, uh, you only have to hit, shoot a block twice. And if you get to level three, you only have to shoot it once. So it powers up your gun and it makes it easier. You also do that much more damage on, like, a big block. So you also have, um, for lack of a better word, enemy blocks that fall. And those change depending on the stage you're on. So, like, in, there's a spooky stage in, in a spooky haunted castle and they drop tombstone blocks. And the tombstone block might have like a ghost that goes back and forth on the screen, or it might have a skeleton that kind of walks around on top of the pieces. And if you touch either one of those, you just die outright. There's also... Can you shoot it though? Can you get rid of it? To get rid of any kind of enemy block, you have to destroy a regular colored block uh, that's touching it. So, what you really want to have... Sometimes you just have to let an enemy block fall and then wait for one colored block to fall on top of it. That way it's not touching any other blocks and you can just shoot it three times or one time if you're leveled up. Um, but then, like, sometimes cannons will drop and they'll shoot across the screen at random intervals or, like, spike things will drop or uh, blocks will drop where if you jump on it or the next block that lands on it, it'll blow up and it'll do, like, radius damage. So... It gets very hectic. You're, like, trying to manage enemies, but then you're also usually, like, at this point, I'm trying to, like, grow a big cell of blocks. Because when you break, whenever you break any block, it drops one of those little coins, and so you'll get one for every block you do break. So if you break a bunch of those at once, if you collect, like, I want to say, like, ten coins at once, then the little star will be floating in the upper part of the screen. You can grab that, and then you're invincible for a little while. And it's just one of those uh, games where you're just playing as long as you can last. The blocks will start to drop faster. You're trying to deal with the enemies. Um, this makes me think of, like, for this game, I would go out and buy a Mad Cats controller that has the auto-repeat button mash feature or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Like, they, they had the, you know, back in, like, PlayStation days. Or, yeah, where you flip a switch and it just... Yeah, you just flip a switch and it just, like... Just causes a button to repeatedly ah, press. If you if you hold it down, you'll 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 rapid fire. Oh, okay. So you can just like, yeah, just hold your. And uh, there are different in it. There are different types of dudes you can unlock, and some of them 
jump higher. Some of them uh, shoot faster or do more damage. And they, uh, some jump differently. I ended up uh, using the ninja when I unlocked him. He's like, he's much faster and he has a double jump. The thing is, you need to you need that double jump sometimes to to jump over to like like if if the screen's getting uneven or to jump over an enemy thing or to like jump around some lasers and shit. So like I don't even know how you would fucking play that game with any other character. I I latched onto the ninja guy and I've put like probably thirty hours into that game. Um, but it's good. It's one of those. It's an Adult Swim game. Uh, it's one of those games. I think I got it for like two dollars in the last sale. So next time it comes up, if you're into platformers and puzzlers. It's peanut butter and jelly. Super puzzle turbo. Super puzzle platformer turbo. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's that's it, man. Well, f- football started, so yeah. I spent a lot of time just diving into just, the Reddit forums. Yeah, and, uh, just yeah, looking at my teams sites. and thinking out strategies and whatnot. Still ain't got no news, man. I need to hear news on what Wes Welker is he playable? <laughs> oh yeah. I haven't heard. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't play him this week because he, apparently he when, hasn't played for a while. When you're suspended, you're suspended from everything. Yeah, I mean, he can work out at home. Yeah, but he can't come to team practice. Yeah, but he hasn't been out that long. I mean, of course, what took him out was the concussion. Yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Ray Rice is doing right now? Aside from <laughs> you know, like, I mean, do you think he's gonna like? I don't know. For this year, do you think he's just gonna constantly like still train and stuff and like? Yeah, do you think he's got Probably. a yard like in the backyard? Do you think? He's I mean, got I like think a... he's got a good chance of coming back this year. No. Okay. No. But you know, Michael Vick got put on a football team. Yeah. Granted, Michael Vick actually served time. Right. But still. Well, Ray Rice has got to. I mean, he does his thing. He has to do his thing for like a year. Does he? Yeah, he he's has on to... probation though. Well, he has to go to like some kind of. Seminar there, some yeah. kind of counseling or something for a year. Yeah, whatever. Without anything happening. Slap on the wrist. It's weird, though, because I've been thinking a lot this week, because all the TV shows I used to watch, even if someone hurt someone else, they couldn't charge them unless the person, the person pressed charges. Them? Yeah, Remember, I don't... like, you want to press charges? Like, no, that's okay. Well, and that's then the guy TV, gets though. let go. Who knows? I mean, well, like... yeah, but I mean, I saw it so many times, I assumed that that's... And, right. and maybe that is how it is in certain states. Uh, from what I understand, I guess in uh, Nevada they can press charges without that. But apparently they didn't have enough evidence, partially because Janae wouldn't. If you did it on an Indian reservation casino. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're still a citizen, so you don't get to just. But yeah, but I mean, the law doesn't extend to them, right? It extends. They have their own law there. I think they would. So can I yeah, just can I, I just go to would, I think they would deport and you since you're <laughs> since you're <laughs> deport me deport you from yeah d- 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 Indian land no well I'm just saying like if I go into like an Indian reservation if I drive into their casino I, right yeah you know, I beat up a wife my wife a little bit you know <laughs> smack around a little yeah and then I mean can 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 U.S. government can any kind of uh, I'm pretty sure yes they do anything about it I'm pretty or? sure yeah I think we would heard any number of stories if they couldn't. And a man was able to kill five more people on Indian Reservation today, and then he walked right back across. Couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> well, I think we've got the, to stop these. I think the Indian people could do something. You know, they they, they have their well, own. Uh, well, from what I understand, their laws only affect them. Oh, okay. Like it's so if I'm one sixty fourth, that I don't know. Uh, terrible thing, terrible thing. Um, and then Adrian Peterson. I don't know. I haven't. Is there? Is there photographic? Was that what it was? I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen any. I haven't looked into it. I just know. I don't either. And I don't know if there's video or what. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Uh, trying to think of anything else to talk about. <laughs> what have you been playing? Uh, just Counter Strike Source. Uh, they uh the hex. Uh, in Hex, you know, I get my weekly tickets for drafting and stuff. And the past few weeks, they've been uh, tickets that don't expire. Because usually you get tickets and they expire in a week's time. Once you Jeez. Know. So you have to use them within that week. But the That's past two to three weeks, they've done patches or something. So they've been giving out people non-expiring tickets. So I haven't been doing any Hex. I've been like, all right, I ain't drafting with those. 
Because I'll wait till you know set two, set three come out, right? And I get my money's worth. Oh, so all the tickets you're winning right now are well, not tickets, but all the 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 event. ones that the tickets that I receive from my pro player backer every week have been non-expiring. I ones. see. So, um, I did make some notes here. Let's see here. I see. I saw that um, they said something about the first PVE content. Well, they've. Uh, yeah, they're still talking about the arena that's supposed to come out. They released uh, a video of uh, the layout of what it's supposed to look like, the panoramic of it. It's a video just showing that off. And then they've also showed some dialogue, like what you're going to be uh, reading, I guess, while you're going to do it from the PVE uh, mercs or something. What is that? What is that? It's taking forever. Forever, yes, I know. How many injuries do you think kids suffered trying to recreate skateboarding scenes from Back to the Future and Gleaming the Cube? <laughs> I never saw Gleaming the Cube. Oh, man, it's a great video. I don't even know what that, movie. Is that a pool movie? No, it's, uh, it's, it's a skateboard movie. <laughs> it's uh, Christian Slater. Okay. Um, I think. I don't know. No, it's good, though. It's really good. You should watch Gleaming the Cube. It's a classic I've, 80s movie. Yeah, I guess I should. Sometimes I think about, like, man... But there's some classic 80 movies I missed, and if I watch them, it'd be nostalgic. Like I'm watching it for the first oh, time. It'd be so bad too. Like I tried to watch that Invader from Mars. Yeah, I skipped through it just because <laughs> it was so bad. You're just like just, skipping oh ahead. Oh my god, it's so bad. The acting is just. I was like, really? Like why did I like this? It's so bad. Yeah, it really yeah. sucks to go back sometimes and realize that something you really liked is terrible. Yeah, especially when I hear about. So we're old enough now that we've been through shitty things mm-hmm. as adults that we know are shitty from the start. Like that. What's what, what, what's the, what like, an like, example? Like the prequels, like the oh, Star okay. Wars, like especially Episode One. Okay. But you're, there, I didn't know if you actually meant like events, like no, 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 pop or, culture events. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. now, but now we have kids that are growing up, and they're like, "Oh man, Star Wars One was the best, man! Yeah. It was so good." And you realize it was because they were like eight. Or nine, right. and it makes you reevaluate the invaders from Mars that you watched as yeah. a kid. And then you go back and watch, and you're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, Kimbra album. Uh, so Justin bought me the new Kimbra album. Yep. Uh, when I got when I got the email, there was a there. Uh, let me see if I can pull up that email that you sent me, or that that Amazon sent me. Uh, let's see, Amazon. It was Matt's birthday. Happy birthday! Yeah, man. thank you. Appreciate it. So it's like a gift, a gift from Justin. It says, "Happy birthday! I know you don't like to buy music that's not on sale, so I paid regular price for you." And so, what the button on here is, get your gift now, or exchange for an Amazon gift card. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, you don't know how hard it is for me to not do that." Ah, oh, goddamn it, Amazon! So I was like, I made the note that it took a lot not to click the credit button because <laughs> I was like. Ah, oh, this could go on sale like in a few months or something. I could just get the money now. <laughs> it really tested the balance of Matt's miserly uh, spending. Um, but yeah, I had to. I was like, uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just get it. He bought me the album. I'll just get the album. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate you accepting my gift instead of taking it back <laughs> to Walmart. <laughs> Speaking of, we uh, we ate at the pantry yesterday. I was, I was kind of feeling. Uh-huh. Something different, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Matt's not here. We'll go to the pantry." <laughs> Matt's not. They have a lunch special. They have a lunch menu. It's not bad. It's yeah, not it's bad. Like you would still eight nine dollars or something. Eh, well, I, there might be something on the menu okay. that you could find <laughs> that you soup. would feel <laughs> would be filling. You have to pay for the bread basket, but it's only two dollars. What you got to pay for bread? But you got to pay for the bread basket. What a <laughs> the burger comes with chips. You can uh, you can pay to upgrade to get fries. But the burger's really good. I was blown away by how good the burger was. It was confusingly good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, somehow at work we got on talking about Akon. Do you know who Akon was? He was like a rapper. The rapper. Yeah. yeah. And so I looked up his name because I was like, I was just curious, you know, what his name was because I know it can't be. His Akon. name's Akon. So do a you want to do you want to know what his birth name is? Sure, give it to me. I'm not, I'm gonna ruin the the hell out of this name. Oh, he's from way. Africa. I know that because there was a uh, there's another well, rapper me, who was like. Uh, so uh, let me give you his birth name. So I'm I'm guessing. Ali Ali Alionu Ali, Alion Damala 
Buga, Time, Bongo, Puru, Naka, Lululu, Badara, Akon, Thyme, or something like that. Were those all spaces? <laughs> yes. Every time you stopped? Yes. That's a sentence. That's so, probably so, like, born so, on the Serengeti of the, of the West Plains. It's like what that so, translates so, to. So, uh. And it may, it may be you, one of and those. And you think he's from Africa, huh? Well, the reason I think he is is because there's a, uh, another rapper. Well. That had a. You're wrong. He was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Was he really? Yeah. But he did, he did go to Africa. How old was he? He, um. Because he was well, born in Africa and no, no, you said I mean, born, born in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> in 1973. Um, oh, he's pretty old. For some reason, I remember see. him as like a, a young rapper. Then uh, and spent much of his childhood in the West African country Senegal. Okay, which he describes as his hometown. The child of a dancer mother and a percussionist uh, father. More time. T h i a m. T-H-I-A? Oh, the... the uh, oh, shit. That's how you spell it. I mean, that's how his last name spelled. Whatever. Akon learned to play five instruments, uh, including drums, guitar, and jimbe. Maybe? It's probably some African At instrument. age... It's like a drum. Oh. Uh, at age seven, he moved with his family to Union City, New Jersey, splitting his time between the United States and Senegal until settling in Newark, New Jersey. Hmm. I'm like, first off, how much money did his freaking family have yeah. to go between New Jersey and Senegal? Yeah. I mean, like, come on. I mean. So, wait. Was his father African? Or his I, mother? Uh, child of a dancer mother and a percussionist Because his real father. name was all the, that yeah. that long sentence right. you said. Right. Yeah. Uh, At least the, that's his birth the, rap, name. the rapper Kanon, there's, a, there's one of his songs where he says... Uh, my nigga Akon is getting awards and records now, and he's and he's talking about like African music mm. becoming more popular. Yeah. So. So. All right. So he was. I mean, how do you say? What would you say? I, I guess he's but American. I, just like the, I like the. Loo, loo, of course, we loo. kept saying Africa as if that's a as if that's as if that's a country, as opposed to bothering to find out. Hey. <laughs> it's a continent. It says a lot. I mean, as a kid, I didn't understand why American tall grass and plainsy, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing, start top to bottom, <laughs> like the Sahara grasslands. Yeah, <laughs> grasslands by well, the Well, if Nile. it's not desert, it's it's pretty much. I mean, it's not flourishing, right? I mean, is it? I mean, there's does a, it have? There's quite a is bit it of rainforest area. down in Africa or anything? Rainforest, I don't think so. That's all Central America and South America, so, uh, and um, some Asia. Yeah, some India and. Uh, Areas of China, I believe. Do you think Australia has any rainforest? I don't think so. Do you think it's all deserty? I think Australia is quite a bit like I'd have Africa. to watch Crocodile Dundee 2 in order for me to really know the landscape of Australia. But I'm remembering some forest. Right, they have to go through. But some, I wouldn't say it was a rainforest. It was swampy more or less. It was like a swampy. I don't even know about swampy. There's gators. I did. Yes. Yes. Or crocodiles. No. There's actually no. crocodiles. <laughs> you baited me in. <laughs> yeah, Australia, very dry, very similar to Africa, I think, actually. The country or the continent? The continent. Oh, okay. Australia is a continent, so I can compare those as continents. It's a continent and a country, right? That's right. The continent country. That was actually, <laughs> you've hit upon my fifth grade report. I had to do one on a, on a, a country, and I chose Australia. Australia colon the continent country. <laughs> or country uh, continent. I don't remember. Surely there are no streets named murder or rape. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty free. Don't go down there. That's Murder Street. Crime Alley. Yeah, just, you know, just named really badly. Yeah. Murder Death. Murder course, Death I don't Row. Know. I death don't, Row. I don't know why anyone would ever name anything Rape Anything. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Cunt Fuck Parkway. Because Rape isn't a joking matter. That's true. Rape's not funny. So I can't believe you met. <laughs> Which is I was true. Making, rape's, rape's never I funny. was making a joke about uh, Dave jokes. Matthews. He's, being a pedophile, and that song was actually "Hack Up Your Scared Little Girl." <laughs> and so you are to me. <laughs> that I makes it like, creepy with that. Yeah, and I was like voice. making a joke, like you go and you'd, you'd sing those lyrics dressed up as like a preacher at karaoke or something. <laughs> well, that would make sense. Preacher's well, right. Bo- All right, hack up your skirt, little boy. Hike, hike, 
Hack up your robe. Hack up. Okay, we're changing it all now. <laughs> He's just up there. Crash into kids. <laughs> with my penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People of security's coming in, dragging him off the stage. Crash into- <laughs> Is that security dragging yeah. away? <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't finished my song. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like that, but he does. He sounds like that in that song, <laughs> yeah. Am I the only one that pretends Slim Jims and any other jerky stick is a cigar? Yes. I used to do it no, when I was a I'm kid sure all the time. I'm, I'm sure like, you're not. I was doing it all the time like as a kid. I was like... <laughs> and I'd be like... So you're smoking... But this is really tasty. You're smoking the, smoking the sausage <laughs> as a kid, huh? Were you a captain? Crash into me. <laughs> no, it brings back bad memories. Uh, Yep. So... <laughs> I, I'm a little. I meant to. I should have mentioned this on the threshold, but uh, I sent off those two canvas prints. Nobody ever said anything back to me about it. Oh, never like, hey, I got them. Thanks. They look awesome. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck those two guys. You should go to their address. Steal them. <laughs> I should go back. Not not leave knock, a sign. <laughs> punch them right when they open up the door. <laughs> knock them out. I'm here for my canvas. Leave prints. a note on their body that's like, you weren't appreciative enough. Yeah. Asshole. Uh, let's see if we got any emails in. Surely over the span of, like, like three weeks, we've gotten in some emails. Uh, Twitch wants to let me know that, hey, Destiny's out. Oh. Uh, Josh writes in and says, time travel and stuff of Bruce and Wallace. <laughs> he says, hey guys, what's up? Waka here. I haven't wrote hey, in a Waka. while, but I got back into WoW, so I listened to episodes 40 through 80 again. I guess that was like her. That was our golden area for him. (laughs) And I find myself frequently wondering what it would be like to go back in time and show up at your old apartment and tell you guys about all the crazy shit that will happen to you and wow. So far, I think I'll warn Matt about not getting hex sued and Jeremy to cover the top of his computer and use protection at BlizzCon. Justin seems like he's been pretty fine in life and hasn't messed up, so I won't have much advice for him. All right. If only you knew says, hopefully I won't be the only email this week because that would be awkward. And I'm drink, so I probably won't remember this. Okay, thanks. Have fun. <laughs> thanks for writing in. That was Josh. Thanks for writing in, Josh. Um, Justin, what did you think about that, uh, that tweet I made about uh, doing a Kickstarter to get us back in the game? Uh, I don't know that the... Kickstarter's necessary. Yes. I mean, uh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Look, I, well, I feel like... Uh, you mean for Warlords yeah, of Draenor? Yeah, just because... Not a, before that. I mean, I don't really want to put up money for it. B, you oh, probably okay. don't want to put up money for no, it. No, definitely Yeah. Uh, C, you know, I mean... For to go back into this thing, I want to feel like the fans really want it. Right. And to show me that they want it. Yeah, and if they're showing their gratitude, then I'll feel obliged. Right. Otherwise, you'll just give up after like a week or two. Yes. You'll be like, uh, guys, I'm, I'm kind of done with this. The problem is we'd have to try to keep... Uh, Although what I would really like mm-hmm. is for us to all get together play a different fucking game. <laughs> How about we all like Arc Age? I'm hearing good stuff about Arc Age. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's just casual sex. Yeah. Um, he seems to like it, though. I heard the reviews were... Oh, wait, no, that was that was Destiny. I heard the reviews on that was kind of mediocre. Just Yeah, I'm hearing it's surprisingly... Just an MMO Halo? Unimaginative. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even realize it wasn't coming out on PC, honestly. Yeah. Until Eric told me about it a few weeks ago. He's like, oh, that game isn't even coming out on PC. I was like, which, what? Which means I have zero interest. Yeah. In Maybe uh, if it was on PC, I'd care. There was, um. oh, what about uh, GTA? Two months after yeah. console release? Yeah, sometime this January. I didn't realize GTA Five was so off. I mean, I thought, honestly thought it was all right. No, it's, it's these headphones they're picking up. Oh. There, maybe if I drop them all the way down there. There we go. <laughs> what do you mean so far off? I thought I thought GTA 5 was already out, honestly. It did come out. It, oh. it, it, it came out for well, the... So it came, out for, about November, it came out for last gen, and they oh. are upgrading it for the oh, new systems. Oh, okay. And for PC. Right. I didn't realize, because I was like, oh, this game already... So really... For it to come out on PC, mm-hmm. it's taking over a year and yep. whatever. And also it means that they're 
more focused on getting it out to getting a uh, getting out to new consoles than fucking getting it to PC players who haven't played it at all yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this email comes in from Thomas. He also, says, "Also, oh. also, um, Arkham City got delayed to like summer." Well, you didn't play the last one, anyways, did you? So I mean, like, yeah, but it, that's because it wasn't made by Rockstar. Oh, or Rocksteady, Rocksteady. Uh huh. I heard it was a stopgap, so I was like, I'm just gonna "What everybody ought to bitch about is the fact that uh, Red Dead Redemption still hasn't come out on PC." Well, yeah, but people are just like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> We're you know, you got to turn away at some point, give up hope, and just try to move on. Surprised they haven't made a sequel to that yet. Yeah, me too. Because that guess... game was pretty popular. I'm trying to call me. Sorry, Mom. You just got declined. Uh, email comes from Thomas. says, want an interesting TV show. Why not give Helix a shot? Go ahead. Watch the trailer. It was good. Cheers. Helix? It was good? This is a TV show? Yeah, it's about... Um, I've seen the first episode. Uh, it's a it's a sci-fi show, sci-fi. Sounds like it. Show. Oh, as in sci-fi, the channel. Yeah. Siffy. It's a Siffy show. Okay. Um, and it's about uh, a remote research lab, like up in, you know, Antarctica or something. And it's uh, having uh, they're doing some research on something, and there's an outbreak or something. Yeah, I saw something for this. It just like started that. though, right? The 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 you would probably know like the cover art for it. It's got a guy looking through a microscope and like. Phew, his head to be blown, like no, Mm-mm. no. Well, that's the picture for it. The show just started, though, like right. It lasts. It's been at least a season, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let me know when it's all wrapped up. <laughs> I like I like taking my shows in all at once. Yeah, if possible. Yeah, unless it's like uh, Firefly, and because you didn't watch Helix, it got canceled, Justin. Yeah, I, I won't deny that uh, I'm not contributing the proper uh, amount of attention, <laughs> but uh... Uh, Thomas also wrote in an email that says HTML and standards. I didn't recognize the voice of the do, uh, of the do asking. What? I think it was dude asking. Uh. It ain't Matt, but with regards to HTML and standards, you asked, did they just make this stuff up and tell everyone you need to make this, make this work like this? That was Jeremy. That was Jeremy. It says, yes, that's exactly what they do. HTML and CSS are standards defined independently of any browser and interpreter, and it's up to each vendor to make their own parser for HTML and CSS. And yes, IE is famous for deviating and creating their own standards. Then again, Firefox ain't grand either. Hmm. Wink. Cheers, Thomas. Well, there you go. Thanks, Thomas. I will uh, remain not really understanding any of it, except (laughs) apparently HTML5 is better and smoother for new computers. Apparently. And... It's replacing Flash, I guess, or something like that? Well, yeah, that would be good, because fuck Flash. <laughs> I know that I moved on to Chrome about a month or so ago, just because Fire I was sick of Firefox. It just was slow and yeah. sluggish. And even videos would, would like have some What about uh, some skipping. Silverlight? I think that's ran by Netflix. I think Netflix uses Silverlight. Yeah, that a micro- <clears throat> that's a Microsoft program, <clears throat> I believe. <clears throat> that seemed to work okay. I don't have any problems with that. Uh, Christopher writes in and says, Warlords of Draenor cinematic. Hey guys, just clearing up the context of the new WoW cinematic. It takes place on the night when Grom and the other orcs drank Manoros blood and were corrupted. But because Garrosh came to warn Grom, instead he rejects it and kills Manoros. Manoros? Jeremy's confusion is because the shot of Grom about to get killed by the explosion of Manoros' corpse is a direct reference to how he died when he and Thrall faced and killed the demon. Except this time, Garrosh pushes him out of the way. Hmm. So it's a change to the original corruption of the Horde that also references the Warcraft 3 orc victory cutscene. It doesn't change the history of our version of the world, Outland or Azeroth, because Garrosh went back to a splintered timeline. Things there, things there are different even before Garrosh changes things. His mother died without giving Grom any child, for instance, before he ever shows up. Cheers, Chris. Well, I don't the, know the, gold, people, so. the gold dragons only... All their time travel can actually affect the future. Hmm. So that makes me wonder why it's a split timeline. Yeah, it also makes me wonder why any of our people would care. That's a split timeline. That's them doing their own thing over there. That's just one of those many well, maybe we, infinite possibilities. Maybe we don't know it's going to be a split timeline. Uh, it sounds like we would know up front. Uh, 
This is from Sean. He says, NGE. This is a question for Justin. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Going through my second time watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, I was wondering if it ever gets easier to like Shinjai. His character seriously tears the asshole out of this potentially 10 out of 10 anime. The themes are very mature, developed. The dialogue is fucking Shakespeare compared to shit like Warcraft, which obviously isn't related to anime, but I find it notable for having dialogue that seems like it was written by a 12-year-old. The animation is beautiful with kind of a graininess to it that has a little bit of a callback to Hanna-Barbera 1960s shit, though I'm sure that was intentional. That wasn't intentional. This is the first anime I've watched that I think that people who aren't into anime but are just into good television should watch. But I really think Shinji's whiny bitch ass takes a lot from it because he never really comes out of it. I value your opinion. Thanks. I don't know that he ever gets better. The, the way I would view that show, though, without trying to get too spoilery about it, is keep in mind that when the series completed, just the series, there was so much backlash to the last two episodes because they are so different and they're all, they're all, they're, they're very psychological. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so much backlash that it kind of pissed the director of the series off. And so he made End of Evangelion like, all right, you want an end of the show? Well, here's what fucking happens. And it's like, that's why End of Evangelion is so dark and kind of, and unsettling and, and, um, and, and has more of Shinji being very <laughs> depressed. Uh, but, so I think that the key thing is, is like, if you focus on the end of Avon, the, the last two episodes of the show being what actually happens in the world that matters, <laughs> uh, I think it's got a really happy ending and you actually see Shinji become a confident person and you could, you could theoretically see him being the person, the, the competent person that everybody wants to be. And then the show ends. Um, so, my defense of Shinji, though, is like, yeah, he, I, yeah, he's, he's not a confident person and he has a lot of psychological issues, but that's part of what makes the show so good is because these aren't just, you know, you're complaining about a, a character that gets depressed and has issues with self-confidence, but that's what real people are like. Mm-hmm. And especially in a situation like this, the way he reacts to things are believable for a 14 year old boy who has major daddy issues. So just maybe, I know that's not going to make you like him anymore, but maybe it makes you understand him a little better or at least understand why the character does what he does to the point where as he agrees, everything else in the show that's so good helps to fill in, yeah. uh, fill in the quality for the show. Um, I'm still waiting for all of the remake movies to come out. They're, they've remade three of the movies, and the fourth, I think, is set for Japanese theater this winter. I know there are movies. Yeah. They're totally... It's called the remake of Evangelion. Was it supposed to take the episodes and make them into movies? Yes. Okay. Uh, and it changes a lot. There's new characters. Hmm. But it also... It, it's sort of... It's was this based to... on a manga too, by the way, or was it just a, uh, just a straight up anime? Just a show, just an anime. Okay. Um, although they had it, they did a manga version of it, but that's sort of like writing a book for a movie that just came out. Um. So, and, and apparently, it's it's a very good version of it. It's supposed to be, you know, obviously, it's real clean and high definition, mm-hmm. which the show came out in the nineties, so it's not even widescreen. Um, and it takes a lot of what happened in the original show, but kind of clears up some things, makes some things a little easier to understand without making it worse because th- there is something like when you make something ob- when you when you're obvious with your meaning and intent in art, it, it you lose something. Um that's part of what makes Evangelion good in my opinion. First time I watched it, I didn't like the show. Um and I've learned I've gotten more out of it each time I've watched it. It was beer. So much to keep up with. <laughs> yeah. It's like smoking. <laughs> Before you know it, you're addicted. Uh so anyway, yeah. Okay. Evangelion. I, I I agree with him to an extent that it's a show that even non-anime people should try. Mm-hmm. There are some still fan servicey kind of anime tropes in it, but if you can look past that, I agree completely. Uh, great okay. show. All right. Uh, that's all the emails we got. So okay. Um, should we? Should we talk fantasy football? 
We can if you want to. Yeah. We had our draft. It's been that long. We haven't even gotten to talk about. We did a uh, a pay league mm-hmm. of fourteen people. I was thinking the other day we should probably just split that up, and like me and you, been in two more another paid league, and just had two eight man leagues. Oh, I I don't like. I've really gotten to where I don't like the depth at fourteen. I don't like the I don't like the depth at fourteen. Because I used to like deep leagues like that, because then you've got those guys that you can like find on the yeah. wa- on the waiver wire. But that that waiver wire doesn't. Exist. <laughs> but the pro- the other problem with such a large league is if your top guys start going down, like you're fucked. Yeah. And there's more chance for someone else who happened to put together a team of. Like I mean, there's always guys that you get in like the eighth, ninth, or tenth round that perform way better, and if someone else puts that together. And gets lucky, you feel like you can't even come close to combating that because yeah. the leagues are so deep. Meanwhile, an eight-man league, I don't care for for competitive reasons because you've got a bench of amazing people too, yeah. and you feel like you're like you feel like it's flip a coin. Like, yeah. do I start Keenan Allen it's all about or whoever had the best? And then the, and then yeah, projected the best uh, lineup there, or whatever randomly picked. Yeah, I just don't feel like there's enough. I I really do feel like. 10 or 12. I think 12 is the best size. Uh, but I agree next year. I don't want to be in a 14-man league. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Especially because I had to pick on the ends starting at 14. So I had to wait 13 picks and then pick 14 and 15 and then get back until what? 28, 28 and 29. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, I like my team okay. But like I said, one of my starters is kind of hurt and my bench, our benches are shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, which one's your, which one's hurt? Uh, who is hurt in that league? I think I yeah I took Andre Ellington in that league. Uh, um, which he played last week. Yeah, I was all like, what? I sat him because everybody thought yeah. he wasn't gonna play, and now they're talking about him. <clears throat> it might be one of those kind of injuries that just lingers. Lingers. All seasons, like and a, like no, because that's what's brought down so many yeah. top uh, top guys in the past, especially last year. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I still feel good about that team. Okay. Yeah. And then we did an eight man. Did an eight man two man, two quarterback league. Two quarterback, two flex. Two quarterback, two flex. Well, because it's eight man, I wanted to get like, yeah. some real use. It's got like twenty roster slots. It's got eleven. <laughs> But yeah, but that's the thing about an eight man is if I do an eight man team, I want it to have lots of roster spots because that's the only way you're really going to be able to not feel like you're just flipping coins about your players. Um, I think your team's pretty damn good because yeah, like I like it. It was eight man, so the quarterback started to go early, so Matt was able to get like three oh, first yeah. to second rounders. Yeah, Brandon Marshall, Demarius Thomas, you got Julius and Thomas, and Antonio. Brown and Antonio Brown, yeah, and I got Forte. Yeah, Jesus, I still don't know how you're able to get Monty all those guys. Ball. I think <laughs> no, I don't think I have Monty Ball. I, 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 I went into that. I went ahead and I, I picked up Matt Stafford at the end of the first round. Yeah, and then I think I picked up Nick Foles at the end of the third, just because I thought there would be a run on all the good quarterbacks. But I like your backups. I mean, I yeah. like your quarterbacks. Well, Roethlisberger didn't do shit for me this week. True. That's true. I mean, it's not quite panning out for you. <laughs> yeah. But. No, okay. I got uh, Kaepernick, Roethlisberger, but... Forte, Gore. Gore is my other one. Oh, okay. Uh, Demarius Thomas, Marshall, Julius Thomas, Antonio Brown. I like T.Y. Hilton. I like having him. Wes Welker. Yeah. If Wes well, Welker yeah, it's eight man league. I love my bench, too. <laughs> hey, I got Chris Johnson. Yeah? See? Yeah. No, no. Now you'll have to make decisions like, oh, yeah. Matt Forte, oh, Chris, Chris Johnson. Johnson, or Frank Gore. I hate that shit. <laughs> that's why we should just have one that starts everybody. You don't everybody? even have a bench. Best players? Yeah. Man. I wonder if there's a league, if you can set your league up that way, that it, it, there, that it just takes the best matchup that you could have. Hmm. Like, it just looks at your whole lineup and goes, all right, you would have played this guy because he scored the most points. You would have had this guy, this guy, this guy. It'd be interesting. Yeah. It would change the dynamic of your bench because mm-hmm. I usually, 
I like getting, I like trying to grab guys that I think are going to go off mm-hmm. soon for whatever reason. It stopped handcuffing, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it would, in, it would give you a reason to have more than one of certain positions that people don't like to draft two of, like tight end. Because that's two lottery tickets instead of just counting Two them. defenses? You can have two defenses sitting on your bench? Yeah, you could. That would probably be worth doing, too, because yeah. those defenses... Those defenses are You boys. really don't know what the fuck they're going to do. <laughs> no, you don't. Same thing with kickers. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Okay, all right. Well, thanks yeah, for listening to episode 290 of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, outlandishcast. You can follow me, outlandishmatt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. You can follow Jeremy Outlandish Jer. And you can find, uh, follow John at John McDar. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. Thanks for this episode 290, and we will catch you in 291 with hopefully a third person in the seat. Yes. So thanks. Bye. Bye. Right, there you go. Say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Good enough.